Radio Gag, the Gays Against Guns show. Prepare to gag, yeah. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Radio Gag, the weekly Gays Against Guns show. Radio Gag is your weekly update on how to end the horror that is the American gun violence epidemic. My name is Brendan Wright. Hi, Brendan. Hi. I'm Mary Ellen Novak, and this week's show is part two of our Survivors of Gun Violence uh, features. Wow. It's really so important to make sure that we're sharing these stories, so I'm really glad to hear that, of course, we've not only highlighted it before, but that we're taking some more time to focus on survivors of gun violence throughout this week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lots of great stories. Uh, But first, we have the latest gun violence prevention news. Related to our show this evening, and of course other current events in our country, yesterday U.S. Senator Bob Casey, a Democrat from Pennsylvania, announced that Makia Martin will be his guest for the President's State of the Union Address tonight to commemorate National Gun Violence Survivors Week, which will be one of the main topics for our show this evening. Makia is a 14-year-old gun violence prevention advocate and high school student from South Pennsylvania, uh, South Philadelphia. Makia experienced the effects of gun violence in her community when her teenage cousin was shot and killed in 2018. Makia is an intern with the Philadelphia-based Young Chance Foundation, which provides positive experiential opportunities for youth to succeed in their own communities. In speaking about her opportunity to join Bob Casey for the State of the Union, Makia said, I'm looking forward to coming to D.C. to watch the State of the Union with Senator Casey and continue to raise awareness about gun violence. As kids, we just want to live safely in our communities and not worry about losing our friends to gun violence. Excellent words. Yeah. Yes. And of course, Mary Ellen, I mean, it seems like that shouldn't be too much for a kid to ask for. To not at all. Go to school safely and to make sure that their friends also or themselves don't become victims of gun violence. Yes. And actually having to endure this. State of the Union. So that's another big, <laughs> also uh, that. big painful experience. Uh, <laughs> yesterday in Neptune Beach, Florida, a new memorial was dedicated to victims of gun violence. The memorial is small for now. Dozens of colored rocks planted inside a miniature white picket fence among the landscaping at the courtyard in Neptune Beach. Each rounded rock has a message remembering a local gunshot victim or one of support, such as keep going, feeling safe, or books, not bullets, planted there by volunteers of the Florida chapter of Mobs Demand Action for Gun Sense in America. Its Monday night dedication honors all local gun violence victims, plus the 11 men, women, and teens killed violently in Jacksonville the first month of 2020, and a near-record 158 more victims killed by violence in 2019. As part of National Gun Violence Survivors Week, volunteers with the Beaches chapter gathered to dedicate the memorial after a proclamation supporting the observance was done by the mayors of Jacksonville, Neptune, and Atlantic Beaches. That's also really wonderful to hear. I mean, National Gun Violence Survivors Week is so important for so many reasons, like mm-hmm. we'll touch upon tonight. So to hear that, you know, mayors and local communities are organizing across the country around this is just really, really important and I think really valuable. Absolutely. You're right. Continuing in our news, on January 30th, Senator Warren introduced comprehensive legislation to help end gun violence in the United States. Co-sponsored by Senators Robert Mendez, Edward J. Markey, and Cory Booker, 
The Gun Violence Prevention and Community Safety Act includes measures such as creating a federal gun licensing system, requiring universal background checks, ensuring guns are used and stored responsibly, and, of course, taking sensible actions to prevent violence, including bans on military-style assault weapons, lethal gun accessories, as well as untraceable and undetectable firearms. Very good. Also in Florida over the weekend, a shooting occurred across the street from a church following a funeral that took place there. This shooting was not a random act of violence, a police officer said in a late-night statement. While the motive for the shooting is still being investigated, it is believed that it is the result of a dispute between relatives of the deceased whose funeral had been held. The, bear with me, the shooting left two dead, including 47-year-old Royce Freeman and a 15-year-old boy. These types of events are just so crazy to hear about. I mean, Mary Ellen and I were talking about it before we were on air, but if that doesn't really represent the state of gun violence in our country where you could be across the street from a funeral and Mm -hmm. then be shot and become a victim of gun violence yourself... I mean, I don't really know what it's better tragic. way to represent, yeah, the, yep. the tragic nature of things and the state currently in the United States surrounding gun violence. Yep, and it makes you very wary of just being out anywhere, yeah. theaters, anywhere. But Completely. we have to persevere. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, great. So each week we take, a ta- we take time to remember and reflect on a life lost as a result of gun violence. We highlight and share their stories as a, re- as a way to remind us all that gun violence impacts us in so many ways. For our in memoriam this week, we wanted to highlight April Ireland. April, 26, lived in North Carolina. April is believed to have been killed on or close to January 24th of this year when she and her family were discovered in their home following a wellness visit from the police after family and friends had not been able to reach them since Wednesday earlier that week. April and her three children, Jason, Bryson, and Caroline, were all killed by the children's father, who also, in the incident, ended up taking his own life and even went on to kill the family dog as well before taking his own life. Yeah, it's really, really dark. April is remembered as a loving and devoted mother who spent every moment possible with her children. She graduated in 2011 from Pamlico County High School, and she attended the cosmetology program at Craven Community College. Jason was a preschooler at Vanceboro Farm Life Elementary and was a loving, tender-hearted, and very intelligent little boy. He loved his brother and sister with all his heart. Bryson was a smart and precocious ball of energy who was Jason's little shadow and slept next to him every night. Caroline was always smiling and a happy little girl that completed their whole family. The children were only four years old, three years old, and the youngest was only eight months old. On Thursday of last week, Gays Against Guns also took some time to honor April's life and those lives also lost in her family by including her as one of our human beings, our figures dressed in white to represent the lives of those lost to gun violence, at an action we held before our biweekly meeting. Thank you so much, Brendan. That's an amazing and powerful story. And just the visual of piece of listening when you said the little shadow and uh, slept next to each other every night and just the smiles, just hearing mm-hmm. those words and visualizing all of that really uh, is such an impact and 
hurts my heart. Yeah, and I think that's, of course, a very normal human reaction that any of us would have. And again, drawing it back to the state of things right now in our country related to gun violence, Mm -hmm. the fact that these children are killed at such young ages, we have to remember them as balls of energy and smiles because they didn't have an opportunity to live much of a life beyond that, which again brings us back to why this type of work is so important and why it's really essential that our communities get engaged to try and stop the gun violence epidemic. Absolutely. Absolutely. So before we move into our main story tonight, we want to take a moment to thank our listeners for tuning in each and every week. Radio Gag, the Gays Against Gun show, would not be possible without your listening support and, of course, your contributions through WBAI memberships. Radio Gag is the only weekly radio show focused on gun violence prevention related work where we are able to dedicate a half hour each and every week to exploring the many different aspects of gun violence prevention and the gun violence epidemic. With your support, we are able to critically consider the ways in which our culture, our laws, our societal norms, and many other factors each play a role in either supporting and continuing the proliferation of gun violence or working to combat it within the United States. Exactly. Through our show, we're also able to share stories and center conversations around gun violence on a real human experience as it relates to gun violence through partnering with other organizations, providing a platform for those impacted to share stories and more. Radio Gag provides an avenue to remind us all that gun violence does just end our lives, but can drastically alter and impact those who are survivors or are connected in some way to the gun violence epidemic. Thank you, Mary Ellen. Mm-hmm. All of this is not possible, of course, without your support. If you're not already a WBAI buddy, why not consider becoming one? You can become a WBAI buddy for as little as $10 a month, which helps keep Radio Gag on the air and promotes our work to spread awareness about the important work being done to stop the gun violence epidemic in our country. Becoming a WBAI buddy is really quite simple. Is it, is it simple? Believe me when I tell you, <laughs> it right. is simple. I want to hear how. Yeah, and I'll tell you more, Mary <laughs> Ellen. Don't worry. All you need to do is log on to give to, as in the number two, WBAI.org. Click Buddies in the upper left-hand corner of your screen, and then follow the prompts. That is simple. And it's going to get even more simple. Yeah, believe it. (laughs) So in order to logging on online, you can also simply call WBAI at 516-620-3602. Wait, let me get a pen. Say that again. That's 516-620-3602. 3602. Okay, got it. And after that, you just have to say that you would like to become a WBAI buddy in the name of Radio Gag. Finally, and probably the simplest way, in case you're keeping track. (laughs) Any simple. Yeah. The simplest way is right at your fingertips through your cell phone. All you have to do is text WBAI to 41. Four four four. Wait, oh, my pen. Say it again. Sure. I know it's a lot of fours to keep track of. It's four one four four four. Okay. And then follow the prompts. WBAI and all of us at Radio Gag truly appreciate your support for our work. And any contribution that you're able to make can definitely help to make a difference to us and WBAI. I'm sorry. You know I can't be 
<laughs> so serious all the time. Sorry, everyone. Okay, so moving on to our main topics. As we said earlier, our second feature this week is about, uh, this is our second feature of the survivors. And uh, it's especially timely because it's ne- it, next week is going to be the first... Excuse me. It's going to be the National Gun Violence Survivors Week. It's held from February 1st through February 8th. And this week is held each year during the during the first week of February for a specific reason. By this time every year, the United States has already experienced the number of gun deaths our peer countries around the world will have experienced throughout an entire year. That is just crazy. As part of National Gun Violence Survivors Week, Moms Demand Action chapters across the country will be hosting different events as a way to share the stories of those who are survivors of gun violence. One such event happened over the weekend not too far from here in Yonkers, and some of our gag members were able to attend, including our friend Antonius. Antonius, who was one of the speakers at the event and shared his own story about how his life has been impacted by gun violence. And we're going to go ahead and share some of what he was speaking to about with the audience there right now for you all. Thank you. The epidemic of gun violence disproportionately affects LGBTQ people. Suicide attempts with guns are overwhelmingly lethal. And 40% of transgender adults have attempted suicide at some point in their lives. And within that, 92% of them have attempted before the age of 25. Okay? LGBTQ people are also the most likely minority group to be the victim of gun violence or hate crime. It was the day after Independence Day on 2013, and I was walking down Nostrand Avenue and it was around 2 in the afternoon, and I remember it was so hot that day. It was about 90 degrees um, Fahrenheit, so I decided not to take my bike into the city. Um, one block away from my apartment, I heard what I thought were fireworks, but when I looked down, I realized that blood was pouring out of my chest. The shooter was aiming for a pregnant woman about half a block away from me. She was on a stoop. and. He shot this woman twice in the legs, and he kept pulling the trigger, and the next bullet hit me between the ribs. It missed my heart by a mere inch. Um, I was put into a four-day coma, and every breath I took, I remember, felt like daggers were being stabbed into my chest. And the bullet, even though it entered my chest, it traveled into my stomach, and they had to cut me open and take out some of my organs. Meanwhile, while the shooting was happening, a barber named John D. Morant was hearing these, and he immediately knew they weren't fireworks. Um, so John Morant came out, and he saw me on the street, and he put his hand on top of mine. He said to me, you're going to make it. And John D knew what to do with um, people who had been shot, because he had been shot himself and when he was 14 years old in an incident that's very similar to what happened to Michael Brown in Ferguson. And his wounds are a mirror image of mine, actually, because he had been shot on the right side. I had been shot on the left side. We had the same scars. John stayed with me until the ambulance came. And I remember... It was so hard to stay awake because closing my eyes and letting it all take in felt so nice and peaceful. 
I don't know. It just felt like I could have let go at any moment. Some people also thought that I was targeted because of my sexual identity or gender identity, and that I was asking for it, that I had lived in that neighborhood. One nurse even told me that I shouldn't have tried to interfere with something because she had assumed that I was getting in somebody's business. But no, I was half a block away. I guess I tell my story because there are also victims who are being attacked. Victims who get attacked by people who believe we're sharing our stories and we're attacking their ideologies. But we are sharing our stories because this is what happened to us. And we're also trying to stop this from happening to other people. I'm not alone. Every victim goes through some sort of harassment like this. And every time this happens, I start believing somehow that the shooting was partly my fault. And I relive the moments before the shooting and I question every choice that I made, every choice that I made up to that point. Why did I not take my bicycle? Why did I walk to the A train rather than the G train? What's worse is the inevitable question that I think every survivor asks. Why did I survive when others didn't? And I guess I'm here because, you know, you can't let that anger just fester, right? You gotta use that anger. You gotta take that anger somewhere. And I'm really glad that I have groups like GAG, Moms and Man Action, and other groups that are here, like Mackenzie's family that's here. I'm really, really glad um, to have met all of you today because we are taking this anger and we're making it into something else, right? We're transforming it into love. And what I learned from my own shooting is that when human beings see another human being being hurt or attacked, we rise up and we protect them. Whether you're a black barber in Brooklyn or a pregnant woman hanging out in her stoop or a sassy gay dude just walking down the street, right? We rise up and we protect each other. So thank you, all of you. Thank you for fighting against gun violence and thank you for fighting to protect us. You're listening to Radio Gag, the Gays Against Gun Show, here on listener-sponsored, commercial-free Radio WBII. We are here every Tuesday evening at 6.30, bringing you the latest from the gun violence prevention movement. Now, Brendan, about that uh, segment from Antonio, who is just an amazing, fierce, wonderful, loving person. I just adore him so much. I adore you. Uh, But the one (laughs) Maybe him a little more. The one no, <laughs> the one comment uh, that uh, Antonia said is that from uh, the barber, uh, barber uh, John Morant, that quote, "You're gonna make it," and I think mm-hmm. that one line resonates with me. No matter how many times I hear his story, "You're gonna make it," "You're gonna make it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's really something we can all benefit from in any life circumstance from hearing more. And what really stands out to me, I think, is that notion of channeling anger, Mm -hmm. because I can Mm -hmm. only imagine, because I've never been through a similar experience myself, what range of emotions people must experience when they are victims of gun violence or find themselves in a scenario of that variety. And 
yeah, it must be so hard to really focus and channel those emotions and the energy around them. So I give so much credit to all of the survivors mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and especially those who are able to channel it to try and commit themselves to continuing right. to raise awareness, to show up at events and to organize with communities to try and prevent this from happening to other people, too. I think that is just so powerful and incredible. I think exactly what we were saying on this one more little note is this, yeah. the comment Antonio said that going to gag and finding our the support that way is so incredible and so important mm -hmm. we do support all of our survivors all of the people that we are that really are members and just just again you're gonna make it yeah absolutely and you know mary ellen while we're talking about the importance of sharing stories and speaking out against gun violence i also just wanted to take a moment to remind everyone please do that one of the most important things that we are able to do through this radio show is connect people uh, mm -hmm. and those who we oftentimes don't maybe get to interact with in person so i want to share a little story about our first meeting of 2020 when a new member came who we all hadn't seen before and for anyone who hasn't been before, when we have our meetings, we provide new members with an opportunity to introduce themselves and share a little bit about what brought them to GAG. Um, at that first meeting, one of our attendees explained that they were actually an avid WBAI listener and had heard our show and then decided that they should come and join us for one of our Thursday meetings. And it was so amazing to hear that our weekly radio show had impacted someone in that way that inspired them to get more involved with GAG. Yeah, I couldn't believe the story when I heard it. First of all, I was in Spain, so I couldn't be in that <laughs> meeting, country dropping. And uh, so it was just fantastic. That's an amazing story. And of course, we wouldn't be able to have our weekly radio show without WBAI and the support of our listeners. Making a contribution and becoming a WBAI buddy is so important because it helps keep the tradition of non-corporate listener-sponsored content on the airs, airways. It always makes a big difference to us at Radio Gag and helps to support us in reaching people who may be interested in getting involved with gays against guns, but may not be able to be regular attendees at the <laughs> meeting. I just saw you looking at me. Exactly. <laughs> and that's really what perfectly sums it up for us, Mary Ellen. There are so many amazing reasons to become a WBAI buddy. And as we mentioned earlier, it's really simple it's easy, to simple do. Easy, simple to do. All you have to do is visit give to, like the number two, WBAI.org. Text WBAI to 41444. Yep. Or you can call WBAI at 516-620-3602 and <laughs> sign up to become a WBAI buddy in the name of Radio, Radio Gag. <laughs> when you sign up, you get a fabulous gift oh and plenty of other perks. Oh my goodness. So we really hope that you'll consider becoming a WA WBAI buddy today. Yes. So to find out more about becoming a member of GAG, please go to gaysagainstguns.net or follow us at Gays Against Guns NY on Facebook and Instagram or Gag No Guns on Twitter. And wait, 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 Mary Ellen. Oh, my gosh. Just what? one more simple thing. Almost at the door. <laughs> You're also welcome to join us at our meetings right here in New York City. We meet every other Thursday at 7 p.m. at the LGBTQ Center in Manhattan on 13th Street. Our next meeting is February 13th, and we'll be planning all kinds of great actions and demonstrations. So please, please join us. Everybody is welcome at any and all gag events. Yes, that means everybody, and I'll even save you a seat. 
Great. So real quickly, we're going to just go through some hell yeahs. So hell yeah to supporters and WBII buddies. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. A big hell yeah to gun violence survivors sharing their stories. Hell yeah. Hell yeah to all of our elected representatives and bringing all people to gun violence prevention to the State of the Union tonight. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday and every Tuesday evening at 630. And now we're going to listen to our amazing uh, sisters. Yeah, Sing Out Louise is going <laughs> to sing us out. Great, thank you. Thank you Good so night, much. Everyone. Good night. Mitch McConnell, we're done with your sleaze. We'll cure this disease you are through. Mitch McConnell, we're breaking your grip. We're taking your trip, now it's over.